0: Let's take a moment to reflect on the question, Am I taking upon myself the Savior's name as he would have me do so? As we listen to Elder Robert C. Gay relate some of his personal experiences with coming to know the meaning of taking on Christ's name. Am I taking upon myself the Savior's name as he would have me do so? Today, I would like to share some of the impressions I have received in answer to my question. First, to take upon ourselves the name of Christ means we faithfully strive to see as God sees. A few years ago, my older sister passed away. She had had a challenging life. She struggled with the gospel and was never really active. Her husband abandoned their marriage and left her with four young children to raise. On the evening of her passing, in a room with her children present, I gave her a blessing to peacefully return home. At that moment, I realized I had too often defined my sister's life in terms of her trials and inactivity. As I placed my hands on her head that evening, I received a severe rebuke from the Spirit. I was made acutely aware of her goodness and allowed to see her as God saw her not as someone who struggled with the gospel in life, but as someone who had to deal with difficult issues I did not have. I saw her as a magnificent mother who, despite great obstacles, had raised four beautiful, amazing children. I saw her as a friend to her mother who took time to watch over and be a companion to her after her father passed away. During that final evening with my sister, I believe God was asking me, Can't you see that everyone around you is a sacred being? Can any one of you imagine our Savior letting you and your burdens go unnoticed by Him? The Savior looked upon the Samaritan, the adulterer, the tax collector, the leper, the mentally ill, and the sinner with the same eyes. All were children of His Father. All were redeemable. Can you imagine Him turning away from someone with doubts about their place in God's kingdom? or from anyone afflicted in any manner. I cannot. In the eyes of Christ, each soul is of infinite worth. No one is preordained to fail. Eternal life is possible for all. From the spirit's rebuke at my sister's bedside, I learned a great lesson, that as we see as he sees, ours will be a double victory, redemption of those we touch, and redemption of ourselves. Second, to take upon ourselves the name of Christ, we must not only see as God sees, but we must do his work and serve as he served. We live the two great commandments submit to God's will, gather Israel, and let our light shine before men. As we do this, God endows us with power to bless ourselves, our families, and the lives of others. Ask yourself do I know anyone who does not need the powers of heaven in their lives? God will work wonders among us as we sanctify ourselves. We sanctify ourselves by purifying our hearts. We purify our hearts as we hear him, repent of our sins, become converted, and love as he loves. The Savior asked us, For if ye love them which love you, what reward have ye? I recently learned about an experience in the life of Elder James E. Talmage that caused me to pause and consider how I love and serve those around me. As a young professor in the height of the deadly diphtheria epidemic of 1892, Elder Talmage discovered a family of strangers who lived near him that were stricken by the disease. No one wanted to put themselves at risk by going inside the affected home. Elder Talmage, however, immediately proceeded to the home he found four children, a -a two-and-a-half-year-old dead on the floor, a five-year-old and ten-year-old in great pain, and a weakened 13-year-old. The parents were suffering with grief and fatigue. Elder Talmage dressed the dead and the living, swept the rooms, carried out the soiled clothing, and burned filthy rags covered with the disease. He worked all day and then returned the next morning. The ten-year-old died during the night. He lifted and held the five-year-old. She coughed bloody mucus all over his face and clothes. He wrote, I could not put her from me, and he held her until she died in his arms. He helped bury all three children and arranged for food and clean clothing for the grieving family. Upon returning home, Brother Talmage disposed of his clothes, bathed in a zinc solution, quarantined himself from his family, and suffered through a mild attack of the disease. So many lives around us are at stake. Saints take the Savior's name upon themselves by becoming holy and ministering to all, regardless of where or how they stand. Lives are saved as we do so. Finally, I believe that to take upon ourselves His name, we must trust Him. His grace is sufficient. He alone descended below all things. The power of His Atonement is the power to overcome any burden in our life. The message is that He knows our life situations and that we can always walk with Him no matter where we stand. To each of us, He says, Whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, but shall have a well of water springing up into everlasting life. In any of life's travels, why would you ever turn away from the only Savior who has all power to heal and deliver you. Whatever the price you must pay to trust Him is worth it. My brothers and sisters, let us choose to increase our faith in Heavenly Father and our Savior, Jesus Christ. That was an excerpt from Elder Robert C. Gay's talk, Taking Upon Ourselves the Name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for taking a moment to reflect with us here on BYU Radio.